You right there, Luke? I'm good. Just um, smashing the headphones around after last night. Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble podcast. Apparently supported by Sideline Sports Girl at Erinner. This week, we're rather broken with despair and not much hope left. Our souls are torn and the light at the end of the tunnel is fading fast. Lockie Wales and Sean also join us um, this week. I'm joined by Josh and Luke, and I'm Jimmy. Usually I'd ask, how are you, but... Um, you already know. Yeah. It's a, it's a rhetorical question this week. <sighs> the results really got to Aaron. It's that bad he couldn't even make it. Yeah, shout out to Aaron, who gets hung over off three beers. <laughs> I, I only joke. He's, I, I think he had four hope he's and a right. half. Absolute, he spilt one at the pub. Absolute pest on the bus. Bloody hell. I, I'd cry if I spilled a full schooner at a bar. Because that means I'd have to buy a new one and I'm stingy with money. I don't have a song this week either. It was going to be... Um, Do you want to... What about the Imperial March? It was going to be Elton John's um, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting for a certain <laughs> reason, but um, I don't think we'll tread on that ground. Will we, Boise? No, so last night wasn't real good, was it? Um, Why would I play that song for, boys? It's pretty dangerous doing a podcast after a derby loss the day after. So if we didn't score against victory, we'd be up to nine hours without a goal? I think it'd be more than that. No, I think it'd be about nine. Wasn't it, it was, wasn't it seven and a half when... It was, yeah. No, it was seven and a half when we scored and against victory. we've played an hour and a half since then. Another, yeah. So. Quick maths. Quick maths. Yeah, no good. Are we going to go straight into our game so we get out of the way? Uh, can, can I just do, do some quick topics? Yeah, right. Okay. All right. Um, so we received a negative review on iTunes because we asked the question, do you scrunch or fold? Yeah, such such dirty, such now, a dirty question. we've asked everyone that question for the last couple of years. It's just that it never got put on. Um, we find that uh, if you joke around with the guys to start with... It's a good with, icebreaker. Yeah. Um, sometimes with interviewers, uh, some some of the players, they're really, you know, they don't open up and then you ask them a couple of it's joke questions. And a lot of cr- it's sort yeah. of like a lot of cliched sort of answers to the questions. So Yeah. And we I actually we, we joke with them a fair bit before we start. We like to well. make them comfortable and know that it's not going to be a media interview. It's going to be funner than a standard media interview. Yeah. Anyway, so that's why we asked that. We've got a negative review, so we actually we haven't asked it this week. We don't have a scat fetish, by the way. Oh, scat. <laughs> that's what they said. I forgot they said that. Um, Hiara Yazem shirts are for sale. They look uh, fantastic. Congratulations to uh, Tyson. Great work on that. Uh, contact the Yellow Army on Facebook and reserve yours today. They're $30. Nice white shirt. Um of a pane glass, like a church, with um, Tom Hiardier on it. Um, looks fantastic. It'll come out really well as well. So if you're keen and you love uh, God as much as we do, then get around it. Um, this week and uh, four kids go for free per adult, paying adult ticket. So take advantage of that. Well, we need to do something to get the crowds back after the derby loss, which was pretty demoralising. Yes, um, last thing, Macca's frozen cokes turned to shit. Thoughts? Yeah, I um, got one at Hungry Jack's on the way here, and the Dollar Hungry Jack's one is a big jumbo one. It's very good, at, but I agree. The Macca's frozen cokes have changed a lot. You have to keep pulling they, the straw out and restubbing it to. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit of a pain. That's what, probably why it was a dollar. Mm. Anyway. Right, now we're going to quickly go back and do our other games before last night's. Adelaide won Mariners nil. I can't think of a more boring Mariners game it I've seen for a long time. very boring. Yeah. Dull. The thing with Adelaide, I, I feel like us and Adelaide play very similar and we sort of negated each other the whole way. Mm. And we found a way to lose. I think... Kiddo's goal, even though it was in the fir- early in the first half, it almost felt like that was going to be the winning goal, even yeah, though yeah, it was yeah. so early. Was, yeah, either team couldn't produce much, could they? No. It was the second half. I thought the first half was okay, but then the second half just nothing happened, really. Yeah, exactly. Uh, New Year's Eve, nil all against Wellington, a game we oh, speaking of nothing happening. needed to win. It was very disappointing for us to drop points to 
the bottom team and by far the worst team in the league Who are at home. The match, okay, Wellington-Melbourne is currently on. Wellington are losing 1-0 against the 10-men Melbourne victory. That's how rubbish they are. And they're at home as well. Yeah, and we drew nil. And to be honest, I thought that Wellington had the best chance of the game with Rye Denton scooping over a shot from six yards out that he should have buried. Yeah, yeah that's the worst thing. We could have easily lost that. Could have easily lost it. A um, couple of banners we displayed during that game, protesting against, uh, you know, FFA and the rubbish nature that they run this game in. Look, if we put banners up, just respect them. It was a shit game anyway. No point watching it. Just shut up. Right. Um, put some respect in our name. Our home game in uh, Geelong won all. Lucky to get away with the point. We probably deserve to be, what, beaten 4-1? If victory yeah. could finish, which was pretty much like us last night, victory. Exactly. if victory could have finished their chances, they would have beaten us by a long way. And I am still in complete shock about Ingham's last second chance that... It was honestly one of the worst <laughs> misses I've ever seen. Was I watching and I that can't with believe, you guys? I can't believe a professional footballer no. produced that, that finished. I think most of Victory fans are still in uh, shock as well. And he's absolutely copped it as well. He's been smashed by all of, all the Victory fans. I mean, I'd, I'd, I don't know how you managed to put that across the goal from where he was. Oh, no oh that's idea. right. I was watching with my mate Greg and we had just had it up, um, a chance up, at, up the other end. Mm. And I said, watch this, Barisha's going to score the winner here. Goes down the other end. We thought it landed at Barisha. I got up ready to celebrate. And, uh, felt ready to it, celebrate? It felt, yeah, it felt, because I was right. It <laughs> fell to Ingham and he put it wide and we just laughed. Rubbish. I mean, It was hilarious. The, the victory game on Saturday, which feels weird being a Wednesday, and we've already played again last night, which is how ridiculous the bloody draw is, but that's a whole other thing. I mean, that... Victory game, this whole month in January when we haven't got the three players with the Oli Roos for just about the whole month. This this month will make or break our season. And so Easily. far it's already been... It's a, it's break. It's not. It's So far it's on the break side. Yep. It's not good. And I mean, um, could probably... <laughs> it'll probably flow into the Newcastle game, but I mean, the time for talk and all that, it's got to be over which I think I tweeted that before the victory game on the weekend. It's time for these boys to step up and to start showing what they are capable of consistently because we know... I think that's that's what has made everyone so frustrated because we saw... we can beat Sydney. Yeah, like there was a few of us we saying last night, we're saying how good our spine is yeah. and that the spine of our team, Golic Barrow, the two Dutchies in midfield, the silver at 10, that's, for me, should be a top four spine. It's yeah. just the players around that You could can't even produce. throw Kennedy in that with his recent performances as well. I think Kennedy probably last night he was a bit under, he was underrated last night, I think. I think Kennedy had a pretty good game and obviously both the goals weren't his fault. It was the defence in front of him that was that were at fault yeah. for both their goals. The only thing I could pick him up on is distribution and he, he acknowledges that as well. You can see him when he kicks the ball out sometimes he sort of, you know, has a go at himself. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, we've the amount of money uh, that we've spent, which is we spoke to we spoke to Sean about sort of a little bit about the money situation. We're not spending crazy amounts of money. We're still probably we're still spending at the base and all that sort of thing. But with with the quality of the visa players that we have um, in that spine, we need to be doing a lot better than what we are. And I know that for a lot of this month, we're probably missing our most creative yep. player into silver. But this is this is a squad that Ocon's built. And it's put up or shut up. Yeah. You know, if you, if you if you know you're going to miss players, why not go to Plan B? Yeah, that was what Melling is. Melling was Plan B, and he was the one that gave away the ball for the second Newcastle goal last night, which was. But he played well. So frustrating. He played well, Josh. That's. That's the report from the coach. Got a yellow card, gave away a goal. Great game. Why? Why did we sign a defensive mid when we need a striker? Well, this was no the, this was the talk of Twitter for me that whole day when we signed him. It's just why do we need another defensive mid when we can't score goals? Because Azdrubal, what is six out of six goals out of sixty five now? Well, he, he got well, the, the funny thing was is how he scored. What he scored one in 
each of our first two games, but hasn't scored since. Yeah, but you know what? They were tap-ins. Yeah, what well, one one deflected off him he knew nothing about in round one derby, and the second one against Wanderers, he was sort of in the right place at the yeah. right time. Yeah, I think it, it's a bad for buy. me, for, it, for, can for we all me, agree it's a bad boy? He's slow. He he doesn't have doesn't, the physicality. The A League is a physical league, and he doesn't have the phys- physical capabilities to deal with bigger defenders because defenders would just. Like, no, if, if, defenders if, would love to play on him because he's easy to push off the ball. If we're trying to get to the byline and cut it back like Cabsy does, there's no way that Asdrubal can get in there around those defenders and get that ball. We, watched, yeah. we saw that happen last night. He's just going to get pumped off the ball easy, yeah. Powell, how, mu- how, tall, how much taller is Powell than him? And he can't even get there. Yeah. Powell was frustrating last night. He should have scored in the first half. So Cabsy should have scored in the first half as well. I mean, the way the way we kept on trying to play to Powell as well was sort of annoying because he hasn't got the pace to be played Three in behind. Balls. We don't have any fast strikers. Yeah. No. I mean, he's well, clearly... Well, we've got but is he a striker? Yeah. Well, no. In a youth team, yes, in an A-league yeah. side, but no. we're not. Um, and, I mean, Blake Powell is a good hold-up man. He holds the ball up well. And then, but if... Some, but of, the, no, some of the flicks he, he did he last need, night... He needs yeah. players running off him like yeah, the Cabsy exactly. chance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, and then... He gets the ball, Cabsy, and then he does the same thing every time. Fires it over the crossbar. That fires flick, it wide. that How flick from the Powell. Fuck did he not get that chance on time? That straight at the keeper. All he had to do is go, hit back post, go nice back and post. early. Yeah, I know. He waited for the defender to come in, which cut off his chance to go to the back post. So he's tried to go near post and <coughs> no. hit the side net. See, I told you this was a bad idea. Why to do not, it? <laughs> why not just drag it back? Like if you can see the defender, get your fucking head up. If you can see a defender coming in, cut it back, left foot, back post. Does well, he have a left like, foot? Like we not. were discussing with Lockie, who, where, who was just in here. Um, I'll shout out to Lockie being the first player to actually come in and talk to us face-to-face rather than on the phone. But he was saying that if Powell, hadn't, hadn't, taken, <laughs> if Powell hadn't taken a shot before him, he would have had a tap in at the back post. So that was another frustrating aspect. And then there was another one where Cabsy put in a cross that was way too hard. It's and Powell... Rocket. Powell couldn't get his head onto it. All, all he, have to, he tried in that position. In it. that position, you got to keep it on the floor and give Powell a chance to but tap it no, in the no, near see, post. No, the thing is, he was keeping on the floor, and like I just said, it the defenders work. just clear it out, clear it out, clear it out. So then he's so gone he went the high, air. but yeah. he fucking hit it as hard as he could. Powell missed it by I don't know a hand's width. Mm. Well, it, was, it was just in line with us. What is it? it? A game of inches. If if that cross hits Powell on the forehead and goes in, where congratulating Cabsy on all the he had cross. to do was get his head up again. Knock it to the dot where uh, Lockie was standing. Mm. Oh. I mean, we're standing very annoyed because we are at the result. But to be fair, for sixty-five, or up for we were the, we were yeah. the yeah. I, for sixty-five or seventy minutes last night. We were the, we were the better side, yeah, and absolutely. we should have won. But this like is, I no, said, this is being built up since the Sydney game. Oh, I know. Yeah, it has. But like I said, it's. This if you don't take your damn chances, yeah. you're not going to win games. This, you know, we deserve to do better. We played well and we should have got more out of it. All that has to stop. Copy, paste, copy, paste. It has to stop. I mean, we're at the point now where I think we were talking about it last night. We, If if we don't make the finals this season, it's four years without finals, I think. Um, yeah, this and I mean, be the fourth. You can't have two full seasons of a rebuild. No. Last season was completely understandable. Completely understandable. But now that Paul Ocon has got his own squad, he's brought in players that he wants, but he's still not getting results. The time for excuses is up, and it's it annoys me that people on Facebook are sort of giving him a pass. But we're not better than last for year. me we're in the same position. There are a lot of people on our Facebook that are way too accepting of mediocrity. Mm. There Just, are people. Oh, we're the small yeah. club. We're we're still rebuilding. No, we know we're the small club. But like, pff, how successful were we until three, four years ago? We yeah. were almost. Well, this year, we were pretty much in, the most successful team in the league. For he's what brought in four players that he wants wanted five now. So for me, obviously the two duchies are great, great imports. But the rest. Not that good. I mean, well, I feel Rolls, like Rolls is Rolls is, yeah. Rolls is good, better. but I have to say, Azra Bell has been a foul. The re-signing of Josh Rose, Rose, a great guy a, off the field. Yeah, that's why, that's why I feel I bad. Know. I feel bad about talking. There's a talking signing. About him there's a field. saying: never go back. 
Never go back to the same. Court. I mean, it's let's the age being thirty six. By the way, I think Wellington just scored. That's bad for us too. By the way, I mean, or was it disallowed for offside? Offside, I think. <laughs> last Excellent. last night when Rosie got the red card, I mean, like we just said, I Such love Rosie a as a person. Challenge. What he's done for the club since he's been here has been awesome. I would, I would probably call him a club legend. Oh, definitely, absolutely. Um, for what he's done in the community and that as well, but I mean, well, he, he the, won a championship. He's yeah, part of the championship exactly. side, so he's always going to be a club legend. I mean, but I think his time is up. Really, I mean. He hasn't got it any more physically. It's not physically. his fault, though. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, he hasn't got it any more physically, and I think last night proved that his decision-making isn't there well, as You well. watched him in the victory game. There was, there was a ball out wide. We had one of ours on one of theirs, and then one <coughs> of theirs just inside. And you, you saw Josh just move up, like, for, forward and back about three or four times, and mm. then he went forward, and it was a one-two straight into where he should have been. Yeah, and... Last night, the whole reason that that sort of happened was because I'm not sure who the Jets player was, but he just basically ran around him. Yeah, and it was, uh, was Champions. Yeah, that's why. And then Rosie got caught, and he you just know what? He hasn't had panicked. any help on that left hand side, though. No, nah. but mm. I mean the shirt tug. It's the most obvious next yellow card. In it was the world. in their half. Yeah, it, you're already that, in yellow. That's just it. It really, really let us down, and I, th- I think we would have snuck away with at least a point if he didn't get red carded, um, but. Because of that red card, it really, really cost us. And we we're on top. It's just, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. We weren't but scoring, but we were on top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, I'm sorry, but it's just not good enough. It's not. <sighs> and it makes it worse because it's them. If 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 it was against another side, we'd be still be annoyed with where we're at. But I mean, because it's Newcastle, we got absolutely pumped in round, round one. one. Um. And then to get done like that, and then to concede that, to concede the second goal the way we did last night as well, it was just sloppy. Yeah, it was just really sloppy. And I know we only had the ten men and blah blah, but I mean, we seem to be finding excuses where there probably isn't any. Where we just need to face the fact that we're just not playing well at the moment, and there's certain players. We can't even do the basics right. Do you know what it looks like? It looks like we train against a bunch of mannequins, and. I don't know. It's like we've got set plays to do at set times. <laughs> if we find the ball in this position of the field, we need to do this formation and this set of passing to get it out. Yeah. But the thing is, mannequins don't run towards you. Mannequins don't shut you down. No, it's very systematic. Yeah. The way and we play. There's no it's, fluidity. It's, just, it's, it's too just, slow. The transition uh, is so slow. And the way that we try and counter, if we, we'll go down a wing but we can't find a, a target in front of us, so we have to go back, and then that allows the opposition's defence and yeah, midfield to exactly. set, and then we have nowhere to go. Yeah. There was a couple of chances, you know, we break two against three, and for some reason we end up passing it all the way back. Yeah. Can I we mean, talk about Hull? I thought Hull was pretty selfish, and was it felt yeah, like he was a very indiv- individual last I was, night. I think he was trying too hard to sort of score against his old side. Yeah, I was just about to bring up Hull and Connor Payne. Because I think before Connor got injured last night, it looked like he wasn't really interested. And I mean, for the last couple of weeks, it looks like he he just he's just not playing well. The amount of times that they have the ball out wide, and they just lose the ball either because of a sloppy pass or they try and bet their player, and at the end of the day, they just haven't got the speed or the skill to do it. At the moment, I mean, there's a good football in Connor Payne, and there's a good football in Andrew Hill, but at the moment, we're not seeing it. And it's, absolute, and, it's and, absolutely killing us. And when they do lose it, they don't try and get it back. That's the they minimum effort back, required, yeah. surely. Oh, was, was it you that was saying about um, Pep Guardiola's Barcelona? If you lose the ball, you get it back in at least, well, at most oh, five seconds. Tyson, but yeah. Yeah, 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 it was Tyson, yeah. It was, if you lose the ball, you get back and you win the ball back within five seconds. And when we lose the ball, it looks like pain, pain is the obvious one of this, doesn't track back and try and win it back. He just sort of no. trundles back and doesn't look interested, like you said. Well, I can't blame Josh Rose for everything because, you know, like I said, he's got pain next, like in front of him. He's yeah. some, at, just, time, at times he's marking two him. players. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. He's getting caught out in position because he's trying to mark two players. Yeah, it's, um, it's just it's super frustrating at the moment. It really is. And, I mean, I I say this month will make or break our season because – 
as well if you look at the table and the games we've got coming up. So we've got Melbourne City this weekend who are 11 points in front of us, so they're miles away. So, And then we've got Sydney, Sydney the week after no. who are miles in front of everyone. Um, that, Can you imagine Mizaevsky and Bobo and Ninkovic against our back four? It's yeah. going to be... Oh, it, props it, to Golik. Golik was on yeah, fire I thought Golik, yesterday. Golik, I, I thought the positive uh, positive for me last night was Lockie Wales again. I thought he was pretty lively down that left side, created a few chances that probably should have been tucked away. I don't think he really made any obvious mistakes and earned a position in the starting 11 with Payne being out now with a with a hamstring injury. Who Who would be your player of the season at the moment? Shit. I'd say I'd say Tom, Tom or Golek. Yeah, that's that's yeah, what I reckon. I'd say Tom. I think Tom's only had one bad game, and it was, that was game the Adelaide game after his injury. I mean, he was pretty honking that game, and I think he gave the ball away for Adelaide's goal too. But I think he came straight back into the side after was it two weeks out or three yeah, weeks out? Yeah, um, I think Biro has been solid without being outstanding. Yeah, he yeah, sort of he, do, he, he does his job quietly. He does turn into a traffic cone every now and then, though. There are times where teams can play around him pretty easily, yeah. but that's probably comes with his age as well because I think he's thirty two, thirty three, maybe. Yeah. I think was it. I've got visions of somebody absolutely running rings around him. I think it was the victory game it on was the victory. weekend. Yeah, it was. Was it before they go? Uh, they that was, that was yeah. four of our players no. were tracking. No, Berisha. it was the Just clearance. The Berisha. It was the clearance <laughs> off the line from Golic. <laughs> It was the yeah. clearance off the line from Golik. The bit before that, Barrow oh, found himself. Leroy George. Yeah, Barrow found himself out in the corner. And George the, just ran straight past him. Yeah, it wasn't any real piece of outrageous skill or anything. He just ran straight around him. And but to be fair, look. to be fair, Leroy George is a quality player. He is. So yeah, he is. If it was a a player that <coughs> probably was wasn't really rated like Leroy George, probably yeah. be a bit a big big uh, bigger thing. So yeah, I mean, but yeah, this is all very doom and gloom, but. Like I was said, the next two games, it's very likely that we don't pick up any points against Melbourne City and against Sydney. I think FC. Sydney away will probably be a massacre. Yeah. So in the form, in this is based. This is based on based on the form that we're in, and I, I think we were probably we're eighth. I know. And where, <laughs> what was it? What was it? We're only what, what, we, we're only a couple of wins outside the six yeah, or something. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I mean, we were probably speaking like this the week before we beat Sydney FC, and then the week after. We came back in here. No, and it was all positive. Oh, yeah, you, you remember that? I think you were, but I mean, and then the week after we come back in, and we went shit. That was good, but based on the last month, having one good game in half a season isn't good enough. Yeah, it's not a season. And I mean, that? the only team in the next three games, the team closest to us that we play are Brisbane, who are one point behind us at the moment. So, if we don't pick up any points in the next two games. That's going to be an absolute must-win, even though it's yeah. still only, what, late January? Yeah. It's then, still a must-win. Say if, say if, even if Wellington somehow managed to win one game in the next few, same thing with Brisbane, we could easily find ourselves last again by the end of January. Yeah, yeah. And that's the most frustrating thing. Speaking of which, uh, Victor, uh, Wellington are absolutely peppering this victory goal. I just saw I something out of the corner of my eye that was amazing. It sort of deflected, bang, and Thomas has had to make a really yeah. good save. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know. I there mean, seems to be lots of these games where teams would just dominate and shoot and shoot and shoot and not get the not get the goals. If um if we're I hate football. If we're last or even if we're ninth come the <clears> end <throat> of January and we're miles outside the top six, some serious thinking has to be done yeah. about what happens towards the end of the season. Because it's just not good enough. We can't conti- we can't keep on using the whole rebuilding excuse. We can't. We know use a couple of people that are firmly on the oak on out yeah. wagon. Um, are we? There's a few out there. Are we? It's a train there yet. It's a train. No, it's no, not a wagon. It's a I'm train. Not. You're not, not there yet. No, no, I'm not. Um, but we can't keep using these excuses. Of we can't keep on crying about the fact that we don't have the guys for the young Socceroos. Other boys just have to step up. Well, it's not like it's we're the only team that. that are missing players. Adelaide no. are missing, what, Izzo, Blackwood, Garuccio. And they still won. And they still won. Yeah. So, um, you know, I know Ocon, Ocon said that, I think he brought it up in the pre-game press conference and then said that we're not going to use it or we're not going to keep speaking about it. But 
he just did. Speaking so, of Ocon, the presser after the game last night was massively deflecting off the off the game with the way that he talked about the rose and. Yeah, I mean, it's a, yellow. The, it was it's the clear as day <laughs> yellow card. Anyone anyone arguing against it, like I don't understand what your point of view is because we're we're as biased as anyone. But all three of us know football, and we know that that's a clear yellow card. And it was just a stupid thing to do. Where is Champmas going? He's okay. in his own half. He's back to goal. I, I said this before we started recording. Where we were standing. You could see, you you see, clearly you could see, it. see clear as day. We, and it was on the opposite side of the yeah, field. As where we soon were. as he pulled his shirt, we thought, oh, he's off here. Here we go, yeah. But um, they put it up on the big screen afterwards, <clears throat> and there was a camera roughly near where Ocon was standing. And it obstructed his view. And you can't actually see Rose pulling his shirt. It's, it's like, because Rose pulls his shirt, let's go, and then they're sort of both going at it, and then he falls over. You can't see that first shirt pull from where so, Bello was standing. Yeah, but now that he's seen it on replay, he's surely seen it on replay. Now he'll probably think, uh, "Yeah, surely he must know." Yeah, it, it, I think he was probably just pissed off, like we all were, about the result because we going going back to the first half chances. I think it's we should we should have we should have been we should have been two nil up. We should have been two two nil up at half time with the chances yeah. we had. It's every yeah. result recently. Yeah, it's just I mean, shit. We were talking before as well, before we started to record, that you can see the frustration in Paolo because, like us, he probably knows what we should be doing, but at the end of the day, we're, we're not, not winning. We're not. You can. This is a results that, business. Yeah. If you don't get the results, you're in trouble. We're yeah. playing the national curriculum and it's not working for us. Yeah. Um, Change it up. And I, I think you can see the confidence starting to go in the boys as well, and that's the most worrying thing. For me, in previous seasons, we could, we could definitely say the players weren't good enough, but we can't say players aren't good enough anymore because of the side that we have now with yeah. De Silva it, and you know, Tom and, and Brummer. We've got the makings of a very good side. It's just about some of the players around that probably aren't up to the standard that's needed. You know, what was it six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, we are talking about how close the team were and now it looks rather disjointed. I... I always thought that players being all the unity and all that stuff is a bit of a smokescreen, to be honest. I don't think so. I think they were quite tight, but now I I can't see it it's, at all. It's what losing does. It's just yeah. It's just you start blaming each other. I guess mm. you don't if you're a player. Like every player doesn't like to lose, so it's just frustrating for fans, especially like long time loyal fans that. You know, go to all the away games like we do, or all the all the in, all the New South Wales and a few interstate games a season. It's just we we want more. We want more for that the team than the team are giving us at the moment. Yeah, well said. It's, <laughs> it's hard to come in here and put in like. I'm not going to say we're putting in as much effort as the boys would, have, well, the team would have to, but this is still effort. Like I was saying before, like people that were sort of, <laughs> sort of saying, oh, give Oak on time, give Oak on time. He's the best thing that's happened to the club for a while. It's like, well, he's had what? Since Arnie, he's... they said. Arnie nearly sent the club broke, guys. Yeah. Pull your head in. Arnie on field, great. Off field, disaster. So there's a lot of things that Ocon will need to do to change things around because the mood... I think the mood from the fans isn't good and the mood around the players has changed to being not good either. Yeah, I think, you know, we all want this to work. Obviously, we all want Ocon to spin things around. But, I mean, there was a point in the season where a lot of people probably thought, you know, sort of after those first few couple of games that, you know, we'll we'll probably make the six here. We'll probably... Well, there's a reason why we've got record memberships. Yeah, I mean... Congratulations to Dan. Yeah. 7,000 members, great. Great stuff. Um, with the style that we were playing early on, especially after the Sydney game, that Sydney game needed to be the turning point of... All right, that's... now. I we, thought it was. Now we... Yeah, same. <laughs> now we don't let the standards slip below that, but we've let it slip a, a fair way. And... It's weird yeah, how we... We're getting carved up for it. It's weird how we got to that... We got to that high point against Sydney, how we played really well, but we haven't been anywhere close to replicating that no. ever since, which is strange. Well, last night, we, I think we did last night. We just couldn't finish. We, yeah. It's the finishing. Oh, my God. 
Don't get Josh started on some this. Some of the maneuvers. Yeah, I'm, about to, you're about to t- I'm about to go on another end again if we, you start me on the finish. We're talking about slow transition, which is what we predominantly do. It's because of the possession. There were a couple of... Uh, a couple of moments last night where we did do a quick transition. I've said this time and time again. And that's again. when we look really and good. And we look so dangerous. Yeah. And uh, just, just over It's it. just annoying how we take the, the the backwards option. Like, we're not going to go full, oh, stop passing it backwards sort of thing because that's part of football. It's but it's, it's the... When there's a forward option to take, but the backwards option is the one that's taken a lot of the time when it should be the other way around. Anyway, I think... That's enough on that I shit. I think, yeah, people have had enough of that. <laughs> Do you want to talk about other games? No? Yeah, why not? Um, Brisbane, nil, Sydney, three. Sydney continue their dominance. Oh, Sydney is so good. I'm I'm jealous. I'm especially jealous of Mizowski. He is a gun. He's a gun. Absolute gun. He's... Um, if, he, if he stays for a couple more seasons and keeps up that form... Easily, probably be one of the best. Absolutely, you, you could probably Just say. Look, listen, listeners, do yourself a favour. Get you know down to Sydney away. Get, the, get down to our Sydney game. If, if you if you don't want to watch us play, then don't. Just watch Sydney play because they'll play all yeah. around us. Come, and come down. We, we will honestly be like traffic cones against it, Sydney. It is my favourite stadium in the league. SFS. Really? Yeah, I love that stadium. Cooper's by far for me. <clears> Adelaide, um, Adelaide football, a proper football ground. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite good. I was there in 40-degree heat, though, so I didn't really enjoy it. Sydney away is always pretty fun. But it's yeah. fun because you're, you're hanging out with all your, all the, all your mates. No, seriously, get down to Sydney Sydney away. It's decent stadium. It's okay if you get there early enough. Park, park in the Fox Studios, 20 bucks, if whatever you, it is. If you come to Sydney away, get decent fee. PJ Gallagher's. PJ Gallagher's. A nice venue food. for us. Get a Philly steak there or chicken snitchel. Come watch Sydney play. They, they Yeah, do yourself a favour. It's it's sort of like the Saturday night, come and watch 20th? come and watch the best team in the league by a long way, but if by we're some if by some <laughs> miracle we're able to cause an upset, it's going to be a great night. Yeah. So, Sydney away, get to it if you can. And it's uh, what is it? It's a Saturday night game, yeah, isn't it? 20th. So there's no excuses yeah. not to come. If it's a clear sunny day, Saturday night game, no excuses not to come. Make the trip down to or make the trip up and uh, down down. down. I, got it, I got it right the first time. <laughs> make the trip down and. Uh, yeah, should be. It'll be a good night to watch Sydney play, and especially with that front three of Sydney is just absolutely ridiculously good. Right, uh, Wellington victory is currently one all. I think is that right? Uh, Wellington have just scored. Yep, that's not, so, that's um, not good for us. Reese Williams got sent off in the eighth minute, having his yellow card upgraded to a red. Something that the A League said wasn't going to happen again. Yep, surprise, surprise, but it has. Surprise, surprise. Oh dear, it's a shocker oh dear. from Thomas. Lawrence Thomas. Wow, he's anyway. gone. He's gone full Izzo. Right, uh, West Sydney Adelaide is on later tonight. I think. Oh, that's bad. Um, Ad, I think West Sydney are going to do that. Yeah, easy. Um, I tip draw, so I'm going to go draw. Jets Brisbane. Jets should do that. It's on Friday. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Jets will at home. Spank Jets them. at home. Yeah, yes. yeah. Brisbane, Brisbane are trash. Brisbane. I mean, I know we're only one point behind them, but I think Alawisi will still get the flick first. Are we behind them now? I, I mean, sorry, in front. they're one point behind us. I mean, but ahead of Perth, I think Aloisi will get the flick first. I because because yeah. of the way he's recruited, that leaves him. I mean, yeah. and because of how old the squad is, like yeah. we said it before the season, we knew that we, they weren't going to have a great season because of their squad age. Yeah. I mean, we crazy. I think bar maybe one or two plays, we've recruited very well. We're just not playing well. There's a big difference between that. And not playing well, them they haven't recruited well, and they're playing like shit. They've got way too many old players, and it's just, I just the not style is just not good. It's not good. Just and on Kenny Lowe again. Have I? Have I? We've chatted about this before. Like how? He's a job. Kenny Lowe, how, is how is he, he in a job? How is he still still in the job? How I don't he understand. He's like, drinking mates. Perth of he's been at Perth four years, maybe longer. Yeah, they haven't done anything. Finished mid table. It's almost as if. The Perth, that Perth board are, are happy with making finals and then getting getting knocked out first or second week. It's crazy. Yeah, and I mean we we spend around the floor of the cap, which is uh, it's about two point six eight this year. So Five. we we spend slightly above that. Perth, the amount of spend on their squad is five point two million. Yeah, it is five point two million. Yeah, including the um, 
if you put what Marquise. Andy Keogh is on and Diego Castro, Castro it's five point two million. That's massive. Just let that sink in, guys. And they've they've lost what six nil. Was it 6-0, or something like that in their last three games? Yep. Yeah. I mean, so they're, they're going on a goal drought as well. How are you spending that amount of money and you're still in a job with those results? Got smacked by Sydney, got beat by Adelaide, now got, got beat by Sydney last night. Yeah. Anyway, Wellington, West Sydney. West Sydney, surely. Um, yeah, probably, probably West too. Sydney. Yeah, West Sydney. I'm so out of whack with what games are where. Oh, it's a Wednesday and there's two games on. Yeah. This this can we just <coughs> just scrap the A League? <laughs> are we are we going to have another scheduling rant? This just just a little mini one. This whole this this whole summer of football thing. Do they not realise that people work? Obviously not. I mean, ninety percent of people, unless you're a school teacher, went back to work this week. And well, that's why the Jets fans showed up in force last night because exactly. they don't work. Exactly. Well, their no actives all like twelve. Their their actives all twelve years. So they're all on school holidays. How shit was their active? They had a lot of numbers, but, but they, a lot of the numbers, num- their numbers are back. Couldn't though. hear them. No. Could not hear them. They and that out, tifo. They can only do come on Newcastle so many times before everyone. Primary school. The, t- the tifo it. looked like like really rushed and just didn't look good at all. Yeah, year yeah. three from New Lambton Primary School did that. Yeah, shout um, out to them. But the whole summer of football thing should only run from when school holidays start <coughs> up until when people go back the to the weekend work. just gone. It, up until sort of the end of. January or end whatever. End of the festive season. And it, it, it screwed like all our fans that were going to travel last night because if you looked at the Facebook comments on the Mariners page, there were so many people that were like, oh yeah, we would have been there, but I've gone back to work today yeah. or I went back to work yesterday and I can't get the time off sort of thing because they'd just gone back to work. Yeah. If the game is on is on a weekend, if they gave us a weekend, weekend night time slot, it would have been perfect and we would have probably had... At least probably double the numbers that we had there last night. Yeah. Well, last time we went, we had two full buses. I think, e- I think there was three, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, no, two. Two. Two, two, uh, yeah. two full buses, and we struggled to fill one yesterday. Oh, no, we filled that one. We filled we filled the one. We had, was, every, we had all the weirdos on board. There was a couple of spares on there, a couple of spare seats here and mm. there. But, I mean, that probably says a lot about the scheduling. Um, where was I up to? Uh, Victory Perth. Victory. 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 Um, now, our next game is at home on Sunday. Mariners against City. Uh, rule number one, don't give away any free kicks within 30 yards mm. of the goal. Because McCormack because will smack it McCormack in. would just score. <laughs> the dude is freaking ridiculous. He looks like he's eaten all the pies ever. And the sausage rolls. And the sausage rolls. And What's that say about the league, though? If he's, what, two goals off... No, not two goals. A couple, few goals... Oh, besides Bobo. Besides Bobo, he's... Well clear. Yeah, I mean he's still he a good second player, on the golden boot, but he looks he still looks overweight. He looks massively overweight, but I mean he is a good player. I mean there's well he's a he's championship not... level he's a championship level striker, and obviously yeah. the championship the championship is a better quality league than the A League. Imagine yeah. if we had him, someone to finish. It'd be awesome. Yeah. He's not like he's not that quick, but neither are our forwards. But this guy can. finish. He's not that quick because he's eating all the pies. Yeah, would uh, and score would, goals. Would um, would he be instructed not to shoot from outside the box? Probably. Probably. I feel like that's what Ocon does. <laughs> not allowed to shoot from the free kick at all. How, how, do, how are we going to go? Yeah. Well, I wasn't joking. That's rule number one. Don't give away any free kicks within 30 yards yeah. because he'll just score. And it's... But knowing us, we'll probably will give away a few. Yeah, Ocon probably. will be a penalty. I mean, you, we've given away <clears> too many slobby goals. In the last month, and I'm worried that we're going to probably do that on the weekend as well. The only we thing in our up. favor, the only thing in our favor in this game is home. Yes, we're at home. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's going to be tough. Uh, Nathaniel Atkinson for Melbourne City. Nazani, he's an absolute weapon. I don't know how he's not in that young soccer squad. His debut was against us, remember? Yeah, and he was, and he was on fire. He was on. He was playing against Rose, and yeah. he was just running rings around he, Rose. He rinsed Rosie, unfortunately. Um, Arzani, who has gotten a couple of assists lately and seems to be made his way into the first team. He just another puts it in the right runner. area. And then McCormack is just there to tap it in. Yeah, he's another gun. So what what we'll do with our lineup, I'm not really sure at the moment. I because think Lockie's got to be a definite starter on the left. I think he would definitely start. I mean, the last our back four, the last two games, I've been a, a bit confused by because we had Josh Rose... 
on the bench last week and we started Storm at left back and then McGing at right back, who McGing has made that position his own. So that's understandable. But you've got a left back on the bench and then you start Storm at left back. And I probably didn't go that well. And then last night you swap it up again altogether and you put Rose at left back and you put Storm on the bench. And then it's just this whole this whole chopping and changing thing. I'm not sure. I don't. It seems like Ocon's not sure who to start where I was at about, the moment. I was literally just line. about to say that. I was like, does Ocon know what his best starting eleven is yet? Half through the season, mm. does he? Because for me, well, I think it's changed. It's got it's got it, performances injuries, have come yeah. up and down. Yeah, as and well. for me, it's got Rolls has got to start left back. You know, no, I hate saying anything bad about Rosie. Nice guy. Club legend, but I think Rolls has got to come into left back. I would rather persist with Rolls, have him make a couple of mistakes. Because that's understandable because of his young age. Yeah, and you know that he's going to learn from it. Like a Sainsbury, obviously Sainsbury's probably an outlier because of how good he ended up. But when he he first came into the team, he scared the crap out of me. Because Sainsbury, of, yeah, because he just well, we had Swans like next to him. Sainsbury became so good. Sainsbury became great because of because of Dutchie yeah. next to him in defence. But he also became good because he got thrown in, made mistakes, and then he learnt from him. Yeah, and now look where he is, and that's what we need to do with roles. I think. You can't apply that to everyone, though. No, you can't. Matthew Trot. That's what I mean. He's an outlier, I think, Sainsbury, because of how good he's ended up. But you don't know while he's in the youth team. Should we sign Nelly Yoa? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> As a striker, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, you want to explain this? I'd rather put I'd Not pr- really. I'd rather put myself up front. All right, I, I'd, I'd give Ross McCormack a go on the overweight striker Google state. Google the name Nelly Yoa. Y-O-A. Uh, this guy claimed that he um, what, signed for Chelsea. Uh, signed for QPR. He got he got like a uh, he was on like a, on, he was definitely on a Stamford Bridge tour and he sat yeah. down in a seat and he say <laughs> was was it hashtag like putting pen to paper today yeah I'm like oh it's just total crap and the, and also with the um, how he was able to get on mainstream media shows as like a Sudanese the first correspondent AFL or something slash EPL player or something yeah like and it was a photo of him playing for QPR at Loftus Road <laughs> and it was just. Trees in the background because that, def- that, that definitely looks like Loftus Road, guys. Like a little bit, it just sums up Australian media towards football, doesn't it? Just no idea. Well, not all Australian media. Ray Gat said that he was it. Ray Gat, uh, Kevin Ayres, Kevin Ayres, Kevin thank Ayres, you. Yeah, uh, said that he fact checked it and uh, found it. You know, straight away. Or was it like lying. contacted four four two for an interview or something? And yeah, it took yeah. him like forty. It took him like forty five <laughs> minutes to realise it was all crap. Anyway, yeah, we should sign him. Better than what we got. <laughs> Send us your resume if you listen, Nelly. Last game, Adelaide, Sydney. Um, Sydney, surely. I think Adelaide Adelaide will give them an okay game, but Sydney will still be... uh, Sydney are way too strong for every side in the league. Probably probably besides Newcastle, which is tough to say. Even probably probably Sydney have maybe had two poor games this season. Three max. They've still found a way to win. Yeah. And that's how you know... That's how you know that they're going to, you know... Walk in the comp. Yeah. And one anyway, more thing um, for me to say: I hate complimenting Jets players, but I thought when Rodriguez came on, that was also a game changer on yeah. the playing on the left. And yeah. he scored. He scored the. He scored the he goal. The he scored the goal, but that was pretty much that a was gift. A that was finish, that was hey? gift wrap with a bow. Yeah. But when he came on, I thought he played really well. And that's again to compare us. That's a good signing. Whereas Melling. You, after one game. Well, see, the yeah. thing is, I don't want to write off a player. After one game. It, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we've been caught a couple of times. <laughs> but I don't think it was a signing that we needed. No. I think it was just no. convenient that the Wanderers let him go. And probably Ocon seen him as a cheap squaddy. And that's why he's been well, signed. It's it's the same coach that's let him go two times now. Because Gombauer was at Adelaide when he let him go from Adelaide yeah. to Melbourne City. <laughs> so... If one coach like Gombau, and I know he hasn't had the best start at Western Sydney, but he is a good coach, if he lets the same same guy go t- two times, maybe that says something. Maybe we yeah. shouldn't sign him. Anyway, um, next up, interviews with Sean, and then Lockie jumps in. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week, and hopefully, be more positive. <laughs> Stay tuned.
right, we're joined by Sean. How are you, mate? Yeah, I, uh, I've probably been a bit more positive at other times, but I'm still doing all right. How do you keep the positivity? Um, how do I keep the positivity? I, to be honest, yeah, coming to work is, is very refreshing. We've got good staff, good people, and you come into the office uh, after a day and everyone's got their heads down, but someone's always smiling. Someone's always got uh, a, a different point of view that, that perks you up and you, you get on with business pretty quick. And, um, and I've got to admit, you know, I uh, had a good laugh with Big Dan uh, as soon as we got in, there were some funny stories around Gabby and Carly. Yes. Uh, if you haven't seen the photos, you need to see the photos. Um, <laughs> so, so that definitely got us into a positive mood and, and got us focused on uh, Melbourne City this weekend. Yeah, I don't know how Tyson, the media manager, comes up with the stuff he does. But um, after games like that, I don't know how he stays positive either. But um, <laughs> you've got a decent guy there. Hey, look, we've been through some tough times. We're, we're, we're kind of used to stuff at the moment. So. We were saying that before, or it's something that I've, I think we've all probably been saying recently is that off off the field at the moment in the office and that everything's probably the best it's ever been we've got record members and all that sort of stuff but it's just now we need to get on the pitch right is that sort of how you feel a little bit yeah it's just like it feels like we just can't get the two to two to align at the same time and um you know yeah there, there's definitely a bit of oh, what if you know what if yeah and uh and you just got to keep believing that the stars will line up one day you know and that's um yeah and that's uh yeah, it's only those sort of little things, you know. When the, you know, when we finally get a Saturday night game and we and we've got the Wanderers, and you look at the start of the season and I go, oh, that's going to be close to selling out, and then they get pumped five nil, you know, um, yeah, in the derby the week before, and then none of them rock up, and you go, geez, we, you know, you can't you can't win a trick sometimes, but um, you just you just got to keep believing for us as an admin team that um, we're doing the right things, we're on the right track. Um, yeah, the numbers are still growing when there's uh, when you know, most of the other clubs have got um, yeah metrics that are going down. Sorry for using the word metrics, and um, and yeah yeah so uh, so you know we're 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 proud of what we're doing. So so we just uh, we just got to keep on keeping on. How big of an achievement is it in your eyes to get that many members? at this stage of the season with probably where we're at now on the pitch as well at the moment? Look, I think it's a massive credit to, to Dan and to all the staff because it's, you know, it's, um, it's everyone who speaks to every member at any given point of time. Um, becoming a member and being a member of the club is... Um, it, it's, it's more than just you know, whether the team wins or lose. It's about you know, really having that connection and that affinity uh, to call yourself a mariner, and it's um, you know, it's about being proud about the community. So, uh, and so we've got to we've got to give give something that everyone's proud about. Um, and um, and whilst the on team performance is is the primary focus that everybody sort of sees, and that's what brings us all together, it's really the off field stuff. It's all the little bits. It's yeah, it's it's, it's getting the emails at the right time. It's it's feeling appreciated. It's yeah, stopping and talking. You know, when when someone asks you a question, and even though you know what, the last forty people ask you the same question, and you're like. How the hell do you not know the answer to that? I just answered it 39 times. You've still got to you know, answer it the right way. It doesn't matter what department you're in. And um, and I think that it's, you know, it, it is something for us to be proud of. And, you know, it's, it is hard in the climate. You know, you, you know, we can't go out there and just start banging, yeah, we've got 7,000 members and splash it all over Facebook because we'll get destroyed by the other clubs who, who, who in their eyes see, see that number is really low. But I think there was an article on... Um, I can't remember who put it out. It came through the week that showed the percentage per population, and we were number one. It showed that that if the other um, clubs had the same percentage per population, they'd have like forty-five thousand, fifty thousand members type sort of thing uh, in and around. So, so it does show that we are doing we are doing plenty right, and um, and you know when the uh, when the stars align and things come together, it, it'll explode them. Yeah. Uh, can you explain um, from yours and the club's point of view uh, with the, about the drama with the under twenty threes? Yeah, it's a complicated one. It is, um, and I suppose you know the most um, the most frustrating part of it is none of it would have happened if there was a if there was a Socceroos coach, um, and, um, and and that's so so th- so it created this perfect storm where there was differences in opinion in regards to player development um, between the national team's opinion and and clubs' uh, opinion in, in regards to to the development of of individual players and. Uh, for us, um, yeah, it's it's really important that you know um, everybody knows. Uh, it was more about that. There's no we don't agree with a blanket approach. Um, we we love the fact that that Trent Bahaj is over there. We want him to bang in whole heap of goals, you know, and uh, and go and be the hero over there, and then come back to us and um, and show that um, um, and convert that into um, into results for us. We think that that's fantastic. However, um, you know, for us, yeah, there's different opinions about how to yeah how to get players to the World Cup. Um, and and the development and and the journey that they're on and that discussion wasn't able to be had 
the clubs were told the players will go, and if the players don't go, they'll get suspended. You know, and then the players were told if you don't go, you'll get suspended. But if you want to have a chat to us, you can have a chat to us. And and PFA, you know, did the right thing and, and spoke to them and, and and got involved. And yeah, it's yeah, and and the, the clubs don't ever want to deny anyone the opportunity to uh, represent yeah you know, for their country. But it's sometimes there are players who could have been. Um, yeah, could have, could have, and some of them expressed it to us. Uh, not only us as a club, but other clubs that um, uh, that they wanted to stay. They wanted to, to either maintain their spot or keep the journey that they're on, um, and um, and talk through it. But those conversations couldn't happen. Let's give it the clear example. Ange Postecoglou is still in national teams. Yeah, and um, and 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 uh, young Daniel De Silva. Not sure should he go, should he not go. All he does is he calls Ange, or Ange will contact him and say, "Mate, I want you to go." Bang, he goes. No drums. Everyone goes, "Yeah, sweet." Or he goes, "You know what? I love you to stay. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing. You know, you've got big games coming up against City and Sydney and all that. Go and nail those games. That's what I want you to do." Bang, done. That'll happen. Ange will then speak to the to the under twenty threes coach. No dramas. But that never happened. So you take that out. So you've now got technical departments, you know, pushing and pulling. Um, and that's what, that's what caused it, um, you know, that was there. And if, um, if uh, it, it then got uh, absorbed into a bigger conversation around, you know, the clubs and the, and the FFA not working together and, you know, the future of FIFA and that sort of stuff. So, so it got taken into a totally uh, different place. Um, but it's just an example of um, some of the opportunities that this game can, uh, can get right moving forward. So how's the new big screen coming along? Um, I, um, I'm still, uh, I'm not entirely sure of the installation date. I know it's, uh, it's, it is progressing. We'd hoped it's progressing a little bit further, but, um, but we haven't, um, I haven't had direct co- uh, co- conversation with the council, uh, mainly because, uh, there's been a change, well, there is a change of CEO at the moment and Brian Bell, uh, has, has just stepped down and resigned. Um, look, I haven't chased it. Uh, I know they're working on it. I know that there's a, there's a, there's a good big one coming in. Um, so, um, so, so. The same yeah. size, isn't it? What's that? Isn't it the same size? Uh, I, I was, I was, I was led to believe that it was bigger. Yeah, so okay. I think, I, I'm, I'm pretty Couple sure. Couple inches. Yeah, I, I think it was, it was quite a significant oh, okay. amount larger. So that's good. Um, it's not you, the same you, company. <coughs> that did you could cut and paste maybe. those words to make whatever you said. <laughs> is it this year? <laughs> so, happening this year? Yeah, yeah. Look, I, th- I, I think it's depending close. I'm not sure what's what the hold up is, uh, but look, I'll, um, I'll endeavour to um, catch up with uh, with the stadium soon. Um, money spent on the squad situation. How does this relate to the previous years and with other clubs? So I think one of the biggest things is in the past is that everyone thinks that we spend less and that we spend the floor to try and bank money elsewhere. Is that still happening? Oh, look, the um, the A League is in a tough period at the moment, and uh, across all clubs. And so you know, the, yeah. So um, so yeah, not much has really changed for us as a club. You know, we don't have. We don't have the money. We've still got to be extremely smart in how we operate, and we are at high risk of, you know, of, of you know, falling into um, some dangerous territory. So we've got to be extremely diligent and really smart. Yeah, that was there. Yeah, you know what? We'd hoped to have been, um, you know, through the through the clouds and into the blue sky by this point in time, um, but um, but we haven't. And you know, you look at our membership number, you think, yeah, well, you know, we we kind of would have been expecting to have got there, but the, with the league coming down and with some some crowd numbers coming down. Uh, that overall for the club has held us back. Now, how does that translate? It means that we still need to be very smart with how we manage the, uh, the, the, the salary cap and the roster. We are spending the floor, so we are still the only club that, that is down on the floor and, we're, um, and we, uh, we, we are substantially uh, a lot behind in what we can, uh, what we can afford to pay uh, for the playing roster. And as much as we'd love to, um, the reality is, is there's high risk if, um, if, if we go down that path. We, uh, we, we could get ourselves into dangerous territory. And also, you know, some of the things has probably been more of a perception change from last couple of seasons' rosters than a reality change to now. If you think of, uh, if you think of last season, you know, we, had, um, we had five visa players that were there and, and probably three of them um, didn't contribute that much. Um, so we've got now three visa players who have come in who are... I love who, the way you put that. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice um, to, to some aspect. But, but anyway, but what I, the point is, is that the perception is that, yeah, we've gone and, and spent a whole heap of money. Um, but, you know, what has happened is we've got, you know, three new faces in. Last year's visa players were all regular players that everybody knew. So the perception is when you bring in a visa player... Um, yeah, from overseas, it's like, well, he must be on X amount of dollars. You know, the, the perception's much bigger than sometimes the, the reality uh, that's there. And also, 
um, the the roster numbers have, have actually reduced. So we've we've got less players on the roster than previously, uh, in particular from the previous two years. Um, but uh, but we've condensed them a little bit more, so it's a little bit more focused. So again, it feels like there's um, there, there, there's, there's a massive strong injection uh, into revenue into into the playing squad. But the the, the reality is, and and you know that's that's what uh, Paul Paolo is is faced with is that. Um, uh, he, he's running on the on the tightest budget by by a significant amount, and um, and he goes into this weekend not only missing the three players from the under twenty threes, but now we've got a couple injuries and a couple um, suspensions to deal with. That's that puts a lot of pressure on it. And um, well, speaking great. of which, what are, what are the current injury reports? Um, so um, so from what I heard last um, last night is, uh, is 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 Connor is uh, is is probably going to have a a bit of time off. So. Um, now I know that it would have progressed today, so I could have changed. So my apologies if the diagnosis has changed, but um, but it was probably around six weeks uh, was was the initial uh, thought, and then for uh, for for Vout uh, was uh, was some uh, some tightness uh, that that wasn't uh, too serious, so probably just needs a bit of a breather. So so one to two week um, to to get him back on track. Uh, that's there. So. Um, so that's um, yeah. So 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 they really hurt. They really hurt at this this time of season. Uh, in, in particular, two of um, two of the most important players on the uh, on the starting lineup for us. But um, you know what? It opens doors for new young players to come in and uh, make a name for themselves and get going. So speaking of which, what yes. do you think of Lockie Wales? Oh, you know what? I Paul Paul Lockie had to catch the plane down to Geelong with Jesse Canning. Oh. so I had to sit next to Jesse the whole way. And uh, in through all in conversation, Paul, Lock- I could see Paul Lockie was. Like, all right, I'll talk Jesse, you know, and uh, and um, you know they they didn't talk any fishing stories, uh, which was which was lucky. Um, but but, lucky uh, yeah, so well, if Aaron like, was there, that wouldn't have been the case. <laughs> so uh, very good, very good. So all right, well, thank you for joining us, Sean. No dramas at all. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks again for everyone who uh, who made the trip. Uh, really appreciate the support. Um, you know, we've. Um, we're on the journey. We've got to keep going. We've hit 7,000 members. Just, again, want to take the opportunity to thank everyone. I hope to see you all there on Sunday. And, yeah, let's, 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 let's keep earning our stripes. No, thank you. Cheers. All right, we're gonna sw- you're going to switch seats with uh, Lockie, mate. All right, cheers, guys. Cheers. So has he kept the seat nice and warm for you? Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Pockets are full. <laughs> right, now, welcome, Lockie. Cheers. You no. this, hang on, is he the first player to come in? Yeah, I reckon so. Yes. It's, you're down to earth nature, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you loud enough there? You happy with your volume? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Um, now, I know you've got to get to work in 17 minutes, so it'll be quick. No, that's all right. Speaking of which, you are the best ref at the fives, soccer fives. Because oh. you let me kick people. <laughs> I think there's some people that would disagree with that out there. <laughs> I've seen a couple of them walk around the stadium actually as well in Mariners jerseys. So. Yeah. Oh. I remember there was one game. Remember that tall blonde kid? Yeah, I think it, his name's Jack. Yeah. Is he mate of yours? <laughs> nah, he's no mate of mine, but he was <laughs> kicking everyone. Yeah, I kicked him up the arse and you yeah. let it play on, and I really appreciate that. So. Uh. Too many academies. Right, um, do you keep your sauce in the fridge or in the cupboard? Uh, at home, my sauce is in the cupboard. Good man. Good man. It's going to be an awkward interview. (laughs) Now, there's usually another question that we ask at this situation, but we um, actually received a negative review on iTunes because of it, so we're not going to ask that question anymore. Do you know what it was? No. All right, we won't go there. I'll ask you after. How is it not the talk of the locker room? (laughs) (laughs) Stitch up. Uh, So, obviously, we all go down and watch the NWL every week, and that's where we've seen you play your trade, mostly. Um... Firstly, to the youth season, how do you think that's gone so far? Um, and how do you think you've gone personally, which has sort of led you to go into the first team now? Yeah, it's been a tough season, I think, for the youth team. We've changed, obviously, coaches and we've changed a lot of players. So we've gone a lot younger this year with only three 97s and most of the boys are 95, 94s. So still, we've been in every game we've played. Fuck, I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> we've been in every game we've played in saying that. We've had chances to score and I think some games we haven't defended well and in the end results haven't gone our way but the boys on the weekend had a good result against Western Sydney which puts us back up there and stops them from getting into the grand final at the minute. And personally, yeah, I've I've played a few good games. I would have liked to score a few more of the chances I've had but I've worked really hard on um, defending this season from the first team into the youth team and then 
I've just tried to work as hard as I can to get that that part of my game right. With Wayno coming in, do you guys try and play now the same as what the first team is doing? Is that what you're sort of used to? So there hasn't been too much of a change for you making that sort of step up? Yeah, it's the exact same. So the way the first team wants to play, the U team plays the exact same way with the pocket and the winger coming inside and trying to get the full-backs high. So it's good if the young boys like this weekend, maybe Pete Kakeras might get an opportunity so he knows if he comes in, he can play the exact same role. I would like to see that, actually. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, obviously, you came on against Victory. A bit loud, sorry. Came against Victory, got an assist. Pretty happy with that. So, how's it been to sort of get a chance in the first team and play pretty well? Yeah, it was good to get a chance. Um, Paolo's been telling me to keep working hard at training and my time was in January, so it was good just to get out there longer than probably five minutes so you can settle yourself into the game and... Obviously, when you play with better players, your, most of your runs get rewarded and I was lucky enough to get played over the top and easy sweaty for Pioli to <laughs> bang in. It was a real FIFA goal, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, now, you've been at the club for a few years and you're a terrible local. What's it like being playing for the Mariners? Yeah, I guess I, it's your boyhood club. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I used to go to the Mariners and sit in the Marinators and as a kid with my old yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And um, watched all the games and grew up watching players like Josh Rowe, Storm Roo run around and now to be training with them and I room with Rosie so to go away is good and it's a real eye-opener and I love playing for the club and I do love this club and hopefully I can stay on if I can get a contract. Have you done every grand final? Yeah, I think so. Me and my dad would go to every grand final and every game so yeah, it was a glory times when I was growing up but I think... The club's going in the right direction to get back there. Can you give us a rundown of sort of what age you're at when you decided I'm actually not too bad at this, I might try and make a go of it? Like what was sort of the first rep team you tried out for? Um, funny enough, when I was growing up, I uh, played for Terrigal and obviously made Central Coast Lightning when it was back then and I actually made the under-13s national team with Danny De Silva, Liam Rose, Adam Berry. So that was kind of the first big team I made and it was good. I grew up playing with all the boys here so that kind of young group of players I've stuck with and it's good to see them doing well as well. I was a bit of a late developer. I didn't. I was very small as a kid so my past being a bit harder to get there but it's starting to pay off a bit now. So how have the first team loads been with you? Is there like sort of a good camaraderie between the youth team and the first team as well? Yeah, all the boys, really nice guys. Um, I'm pretty good mates with Kai Rolls and Connor Payne, Storm Roo, so I do a lot of fishing, surfing with them, and uh, all the boys are very welcoming and they're just really nice guys. There's never a problem, so, yeah, I'm loving their company and they give me lots of support, and especially after the victory game, they're all buzzing for me and it was great, great experience. Who's the most annoying? Because we, we always hear it's Hooli. <laughs> That's what everyone says. <laughs> yeah, Hooli's a bit of a character. Um, yeah, Kai Rolls is a bit annoying. <laughs> I'd give him a... He's up there as well. So, yeah, between him him and Hooli, there's never a dull moment really at training. <laughs> so with Payne's injury yesterday, are you looking at starting this week? Uh, yeah, if I, I guess if I get the nod, I'll happily start on the left. Um, yeah, I I don't mind playing left ten or right wing. It doesn't really worry me. And if um, Paolo gives me the opportunity, yeah, I'll try and take it with both so hands. So you're right footed, aren't you? Yeah, right. So footed. you like cutting in? Yeah, I like cutting in. But are you allowed to shoot? I should have probably shot on the weekend <laughs> last night. I should have probably shot, but yeah, well, I mostly play on the right in the youth league and in the MPO, and I usually switch with the right playing inside. Usually switch with the ten, but. We well, made it. some decent runs off the ball. If Cabsy yeah. could find you on the on the spot there, I reckon that was in. Yeah, I think Pioli, if Pioli left it, the first one, I think I had a tap in, but I'll have to give it to him about that at training tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to, speaking of last night, obviously a disappointing result. How do you feel you played and the team played? Um, yeah, it was a disappointing result. I think for 75 minutes we were the better team until the red card. In the same old story, but of the season, you need to take your chances. We probably had three or four decent chances in the first half and then the two straight after half time. So, 
in the end it's probably a poor refereeing decision but if you take your chances it doesn't really get to that mm. and personally I thought I was okay um, I got on the ball I tried to be positive my final ball probably wasn't up to scratch but I guess the more I play the more comfortable I can get into getting those areas and getting the final delivery right when you're warming up do you hear the fans yeah, you hear the fans. Why didn't you wave? <laughs> I, um, in the zone? I'm a bit scared of Boulder, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I didn't know what his reaction was going to be. I'd be all right, wouldn't he, surely? Oh, I don't know. He's pretty serious when it comes to game day, Boulder, with the warm-up. So. What's he like? Because obviously he's only just come in this year. Um, is it sort of a little bit different compared to what last season was? Yeah, it's very different. Um, the pre-season was... Very hard, very tough, um, lots of running. Like The boys are very fit and the statistics from this year to last year show that the boys are very a lot fitter and faster. I think he's done a great job. We haven't had a soft tissue injury up until Tuesday, Tuesday's game. So, yeah, he's done a great job and he um, works very hard on the prehab. He has everything organised for the players and I think he'd be pretty disappointed about the soft tissue injuries, but... This is this what happens in football. Yeah, obviously, on that as well. Like I think I think last night he actually posted something on Twitter about how I think he put that down to the obviously having to go to Melbourne and then having to play in the heat. You were down there as well. How hard was that having to go down there, play in the heat, and then having to back up only what was it forty eight hours later or ten two hours later? Yeah, it's tough. Like it, it was hot down there, and anyone knows when the heat's up and you're running, it's tough and difficult, but. These boys are professional players and they get paid money to do this and they're in great hands with the staff. So there wasn't any excuses going into the game last night. Everyone felt fresh and ready and it's these quick turnarounds that probably get young players like myself game time. So there's plenty of players on deck to get the job done and there's no excuses coming into this weekend either. Although with all the players out, someone else will get an opportunity and it's up to them to take it. All right, well, you got to go ref, so we'll let you go. And thank you for joining us. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. Cheers, Lucky. Thanks, mate.